This is a podcast by Wellhouse Church, where we take a closer look and dig a little deeper into this week's sermon. What's going on, everybody? What up, what up? What's going on, man? Not much. I'm doing well. Yeah? How are you? I'm okay. I'm Good? Okay. Good? Yeah. Yep. All moved into the trailer. Good. Um, life is starting to pick up a new normal. Yeah, good. Um been actually going into the office for my day job a little bit more often. Nice. Um, that depends on what you mean by nice. <laughs> um, it's nice to have that kind of that format, some, that rhythm. Some sort of normalcy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I hadn't been in, in the office, though, for almost a year. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's crazy. Anyways, so normal life coming back little bit for me sort of nice um, well yeah. we got some good stuff happening at wellhouse yeah uh, if you haven't seen or heard we have created community groups for all of our uh, podcasts through facebook get on them so the links to the wellhouse church pod uh, facebook page will be in the show notes feel free to go down there like our page and join the community group because what we want and what we realize is one of our values at Wellhouse is to be relational. Yeah. And so much of our community has joined us through online. We actually started these podcasts to be uh, a resource for our covenant groups yeah. uh, to wrestle with life and faith and, and commitment to Jesus and all those things. And they've just taken off on an online side and so we, we said, okay, God's doing something here. Is there a way that we can carry out our values with these online people? And so we want to be in relationship with you as well. And so we've yes. created these uh, Facebook page groups. And so every week I'll be on there talking. So if you want to have a conversation with me or Clayton or some of our leaders or other Wellhouse people, uh, we'll be on there having conversations about the podcast or just other biblical questions that you have. And uh, if you would like to connect with us, another thing that we've done is uh, we've, like I said, we wanted to be relational with you. And so we've created a way for us to be in communication with you via text. Yeah. So standard data rates or messaging rates do apply. But if you'd like to connect with us in that way, just text uh, closer. Uh, the number will be in the link. I'd don't have it memorized yet, but yeah, text closer or look down in the show notes to text us and uh, connect with us in that way too. So I'm excited about the way that we're creating uh, to connect and be in relationship with our people. Yeah, I'm super excited about all this um, because I want to talk to you guys, right? Like yeah. I, I really do. Um, and also I would love to know what y'all want out of content too. Yeah, that's the other thing. These community groups, that's the space where you can say, Hey, I'd really love for you guys to talk about this. Yeah. Or or ask your own question to the group. Hey, what do you guys think about X or Y or you know, uh, that's the space to explore those things, to have conversation, to ask questions. Um and as we monitor those and respond and those kinds of things, we'll get a sense of what you're looking for, what you want us to provide to you as you engage in those groups. And so we'll be able to provide you the content that you want to 
specific questions and those kinds of things. It, and I think ultimately what the, the main goal of these groups are is for you guys to meet each other too. Yeah, that, um, that's half of it. We want to be involved with you, but it's also that we want you involved with one another. If, if we're honest, um, Clayton and I don't have the capacity to be in the necessary relationships with each of you for formidable faith. And so we need to get you in contact and in a relationship with people like you yeah. that can be that resource for formidable faith. Absolutely. And in you know the current times that we're in, it's not uncommon to hear of people who only have an online relationship like this. Yeah, it's not. It's not. Well, it's, it wasn't that uncommon before COVID. No, but it's even I mean, more common. Yeah, now. it's super common. Now, I remember when I was growing up, like the online dating thing was like almost taboo. And now it's like, it seems like it's the it's only way young up, people dude. meet each other. Yeah. Um, like, I think this morning I saw an ad for Tinder on Snapchat. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, it's just, it's, it's life. It is. It's, it's the new life, man. And um, the internet, as much as it may have started as a resource for information gathering, um, it's a connection platform. It is. And we want it to be that. So we're going to continue to do this. So please feel free to text closer to us or, or join our Facebook communities and uh, let's get to know you and you get to know one another. Yep. So go click the links, text to the number, do all the things. Um, but we just spent five minutes talking about something you weren't here to talk about. That's so right. um, let's talk about um, the parable of the mustard seed. Yeah, this is an interesting... This is a really interesting parable here that that jesus gives to us and he says he put before them another parable the kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed that someone took and sowed it in the field so jesus tells this parable this 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 earthly situation earthly truth that communicates a spiritual reality yep. he says the kingdom of heaven might be compared to or might might be like a mustard seed that someone sowed in a field. Now this is interesting because you have this is a spatial metaphor. Right? So a mustard seed is a thing of space that occupies a certain space and volume in the universe. And a field occupies a certain space and volume in the universe. And the mustard seed is put into the field. Okay, so you have this very small thing going into a much larger thing, but that larger thing, the field, still being a very small spatial capacity of the universe. Yeah. Right? So Jesus goes, and sowing is just planting, if, if right. you didn't know. To, to sow something... Is to just plant it, yeah. Just just cast, scatter seed, yeah. Well, some some sowing you did have to like poke a little hole, yeah. For in, some but, of it, but. Uh, I'm not sure exactly about a mustard seed. But to sow is to plant through a number of different mediums of how you would plant. So there is something that I want to point out here um, that this is right after uh, last week's parable. You know the the weeds among the wheat. Yep. Right. Um, and in verse thirty one. 
Jesus just seems to kind of be coming out of that into this, right? Yeah, he's just teaching. Yeah, he he put before them another parable talking about Jesus. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed that someone took and sowed in his field. We talking about the same dude from the previous parable? Oh, no. I think, yeah, I don't think you should read it that way. No? No. Uh, I don't think it hurts you to read it that way, but you don't have to either. Remember, parables are isolated stories. This Uh, doesn't seem like, I don't know, though. Well, but he, there comes a point where Jesus couples three parables together. Right. And they're not actually playing off one of, they're one sentence parables. Mm-hmm. Like they just kind of go parable largely stands on its own. Mm-hmm. Um, meaning you don't need the context before it or after it mm-hmm. for interpretive purposes. Okay. It helps maybe for the narrative, mm-hmm. the overall. So like what Jesus is doing, telling one story, maybe about one guy with three different meanings. Oh no, no, no. I see what you're asking. No, 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 no. A parable. If you see a parable, you should think of it as an isolated context. Like it's a silo. The only thing that parables do in relation to one another is for the overall narrative or story of the gospel as a whole. Mm -hmm. So where is Jesus at? Okay, Jesus is in a teaching discourse here in Matthew 13. Okay, so it it helps to formulate maybe a structure, Mm -hmm. but they're not dependent upon one another for interpretation. Right. Okay. I just thought that that his was kind of interesting coming out of the previous one. Yeah, no, no, no. I think it's just, it's the his is the someone. Just someone in general. Well, just the someone that Jesus is referring to in the new parable. Okay. Yeah. So he says in verse 32, it is the smallest of all the seeds. So once again, we have this spatial capacity here. Now, not only do you have this little thing going into a bigger thing that's a smaller piece of the universe, but now we have the smallest piece or the smallest of the smallest piece. So it's not just a seed, it's the smallest of all the seeds. So Jesus is being very intentional here about the spatial relationships that are being communicated. I don't think we can miss that. Okay. It's the smallest of all the seeds, but when it has grown, it is the greatest of shrubs and becomes a tree so that the birds of the air come and make nests in its branches. I think this is really, really interesting. So you have the smallest thing, a seed, planted in a field, in a field which is only a piece of the universe. But then Jesus highlights the spatial realization with this is the smallest of the seeds. And then he compares it by saying, not only is it the greatest of shrubs, so think bushes or whatever, not only is it the greatest of those, but it actually grows beyond that into a tree. And, interestingly here, that tree doesn't serve a purpose for itself. A mustard seed that grows into a tree is not like most trees. It doesn't produce fruit. It doesn't serve that kind of purpose. So what purpose does it serve? Beauty. 
Um, or no, hold up. Yeah, yeah. according to Jesus, the, the it birds. serves a purpose for something outside of itself. The birds. It serves a purpose for the birds. And so what is... I'm learning, y'all. <laughs> yeah, so, so what is Jesus trying to communicate to us here? That the kingdom of God is meant to serve outside of itself. Yeah, I think I think what Jesus is communicating here is that's the end result, right? That the kingdom of heaven in its in its final form doesn't exist for itself. Yeah. It exists for those outside of it. Yeah. Um at least the earthly part, right? There's going to come a point where the kingdom of God is is fixed. Right. And and there's not going to be anything outside of it, the kingdom of heaven. But here, at least in, in the audience that Jesus is communicating to, the kingdom of heaven exists for the service of those outside of its kind. So if we think about the kingdom of heaven as those for whom serve God, they're the tree, or maybe they're the branches, or they're the leaves or something. Carry the metaphor however macro level you want to. But that tree exists to be a space for the birds, to make a nest, mm-hmm. to dwell. It's a safe place. It's a place where those not like us feel welcome and um, to be a part of the leaves. It's a, it's a place where they feel safe to nest and root um, and exist in safety away from the terrors of the world outside of the field. Yeah. Right. That's why I brought up the spatial relationships. This tree or this mustard seed is one, one thing. And when it first is a mustard seed, it's very small it has little impact. Because when we first enter into the kingdom of God, into the kingdom of heaven, we're still scorned by our own pain. Um, we've got to experience this healing, this wholeness, this restoration. And as we progress through that, we become this shrub. And this shrub can exist for maybe worms. It can maybe exist for some insects or, or maybe some hummingbirds some smaller animals, some smaller mammals. But then as we continue to grow, we become the greatest of the shrubs. and We become this larger covering for more. We serve a bigger purpose. But still, once again, not for ourselves. And then we reach our best maturities where we become this tree. But yet, when the birds of the air, right, Think you should think about the air in this context as birds of the air accessible to the whole universe. They could fly literally wherever they wanted to. And so when Jesus puts it in the spatial capacity, the birds of the air all throughout the world come to this tree planted in this field because it's a safe place. They nest. It's a safe place away from the rest of the world, the treachers, the the violence, the the damage that happens outside the world because the tree is a place of peace. Mm. The tree is not a place where that happens. This is a place where we make a nest. This is a place that's safe. This is where the, this is a place where we can put our vulnerabilities, our eggs, 
This is a safe place that exists for those that are not like us. So I think I see what you're saying. So let me try to formulate this. The kingdom of God is the tree. It is one tree in one place that all of the birds of the world come to to nest in mm-hmm. because it is a safe space. Mm-hmm. But what if we think about the kingdom of God as, or the kingdom of heaven as how the Bible project explains it? That we're little pockets of heaven. Yeah, so you would just carry the metaphor? As that, that we are a, our own trees. Yeah, yeah, you, we're each our own tree planted in our own field. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. you that's just not, carry the metaphor. That wouldn't be wrong to think about it that way. No, no, no. That's how you should think about oh, it. Oh, so this, so I'm correct in saying. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Jesus, I think Jesus, because in, this is where it does help to have the context of the other parables. Mm. The kingdom of heaven is like an individual person, mm. right? An individual mm. weed, an individual weed. The the seed being scattered, scattered amongst the different soils. Yeah you should think about the kingdom of heaven as being embodied in a human being. Mm. The kingdom of heaven is not something that exists for itself. Right. The kingdom of heaven is for humans. And so each individual human that is a part of the kingdom of heaven is its own mustard seed that can develop right into a shrub or a tree. So the way that you're saying that we should be reading this as we are each individual, our own tree. If we are a, a part of the kingdom of God, or the kingdom of heaven, we are our own tree Yep. that the people in our lives that are the birds, that are the insects or whatever that comes to live at the tree. We should be a safe space for them. We should be a safe space. And more specifically, we should serve a purpose for them. Yeah. And the key word yeah. there is not purpose. It's serve. Yeah. Absolutely. The tree exists, at least in Jesus's idea Jesus says, uh, in verse 32, is the smallest of all the seeds, but when it is grown, is the greatest of shrubs and becomes a tree. So that, or in order that, that is, in, in English, you don't get it as much, but that's a word that in Greek, when translated, that's a word of purpose. Yeah. When you see that word, it's like, this has happened because this happened because it needed to happen in order for the thing to follow. The thing that follows is the purpose for the thing that proceeds. So for Jesus, the mustard seed grew up into a tree so that, because for the purpose of the birds of the air can come and make a nest in its branches. It literally exists solely for the purpose to serve. Yeah, which is really great because we don't think about it this way. And I think this is one of the faults. And when I say all the time that we're poor readers of our Bible, uh, I don't, it's not a pejorative except when it is. And it's not, but it's not an ugly pejorative. We're just poor readers of our Bible. If, if we believe Jesus is the example for us to follow, he came to serve. He didn't come for himself. In fact, if he was a God and as we as Christians believing in the Trinity, knowing that he is a part of the Godhead, he is God himself. If he was a selfish God, if he existed for himself, he would have never gave up his place in eternity to take on human form. Go read Philippians two. 
he didn't count equality with God, something to be exploited or grasped or held on to, but yet he humbled himself. He lowers himself. He gives himself up. He serves for us, for those who are not like him. Yeah. Therefore, meaning you and I, all of our listeners and all of the Christians that are their own little pockets of the kingdom of heaven exist to serve. We exist to serve Joe Blow down the street. We exist to serve, here's a good one, the people that don't like us and we don't like. Yeah. We exist to serve literally anybody and everybody because that's what Jesus did. Yeah, I think... I think our role, at least here, what Jesus is trying to communicate in the metaphor, their job is to be a safe place for anyone who will come to us. Yeah. Um, there are other places where Jesus talks about us going out to people. But in this metaphor, I think you should think about it more like birds move places because of seasons or wind direction or, you know, a number of different factors that are outside of their control depict where birds end up. So there are factors outside of your control. Uh, and depending on your theology of Providence, how involved God is in that or not, there are things that happen and people come across paths with you and whoever God places in your path, your job is to be a safe space for them. It's to serve them. It's to be a tree when they need a place to plant a nest. No matter their situation, you're there for them. Yeah, it doesn't say what kind of birds. It doesn't say what kind of birds. It doesn't say what brought the birds there. It doesn't say the birds that just had a bath. Mm -mm. It doesn't say the ones that are without disease. It doesn't say the ones that... Um, Let's just hit the nail on the head that have substance abuse issues. Well, I was supposed to say the ones, it doesn't say the ones that are addicted to the grains. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it, like, yeah, it, it doesn't say the ones that make me uncomfortable, right? It, it says the birds of the air. Um, just and, and generally, and that's the other thing I think it's important to point out. It's a plurality of birds. Yeah. It's not, you're not called to be this for one person called to be this for anyone who God brings to you honors you with yeah, yeah I think that's the thing if our purpose is to be this then then God giving us a bird is honorable yeah. it's that he's entrusted us and he thinks that that we are ready to serve this purpose and if and if God's given you 10 great well praise be yeah, yeah. I mean like you're fulfilling your what God thinks you're capable of and where you are as a tree, you're a tree big enough to have nests for ten birds. Now let's talk about it this way real quick. We're we're slowly running out of time. And so I'm gonna try to transition transition yeah. this into the end. But if you have birds and you find it to be a burden, you need to check yourself. Mm, yeah and i know this because i have done it yeah i have had birds that i have felt were burdens and whenever you evaluate that mm. are you really being jesus 
are you really being this pocket of heaven, this tree, this safe space? That's our goal. In this narrative, this is our goal. Yeah. To be a safe space, to be a pocket of heaven. Yeah. Now, not saying you got to be perfect. Yeah. But you got to do your best to be that safe space, to be that tree. And a tree is sturdy, generally speaking. Yeah. You got to be that for your birds. Well, I think it's interesting that you said it's a burden that weighed me down. Yeah. Birds put weight on trees. But trees are strong. They can take it. They can support the bird. And that's what we mean when we say serve or support. Um, you got to give something of yourself. Yeah, yeah, you have to you have to give something of yourself in order to be um, to fulfill your purpose as a tree. You got to take some weight. Yep, you got to be. Yeah, that's the deal. You got to be willing to take and carry some weight that's not yours. Yeah, this is it's a kind of sort of good example, but like that song "All on Me" by Devin Dawson, right? It's it's in a romantic context, but like whatever you can't handle. I'm here to take, right? Yeah. And and that is what you're supposed to be for your birds. Yeah. You know, here I am. I'm a pastor. Um, I'm trying to lose a little bit of weight, getting, <laughs> getting a little hefty. And uh, I got to be honest, depending on what I do, I get a little tired carrying my own weight. Mm. Um, but that doesn't mean that I'm not called to pick up somebody else's. Yeah. That doesn't mean that I'm not called to support someone else that needs me that needs that safe space, that needs that that place of comfort to to vent, to cry, to mourn, to lay their head, um, to have a meal. I think to be a reality of the kingdom of God is to say that Jesus has carried my weight mm. so I can carry yours. <laughs>